Close your eyes. Beautiful Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy in this place. We give you everything to you. In this church, man does not receive any glory. Because you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And the, one, the only one who is worthy to receive our glory and honor. And we are here to humble ourselves before you. And to declare that this nation belongs to you. Monaghan Town belongs to you. County Monaghan belongs to you. All counties of Ireland belongs to you. Because Jesus, you died at the cross to save this nation. And I pray for salvation over this nation. I pray for transformation. And I pray for revival in this nation, Father. Please, revival us. Start with us. Bring a revival in this church. And I pray that in these 21 days of prayer and fasting, your church can be in fire for you. And also your church can be transformed and changed. And totally revived. This is my prayer. And Holy Spirit speak to us. I rebook right now any distraction in this place. Satan, I rebook you. In Jesus' name. No distraction in this place. In, in Jesus' name. Just you, Holy Spirit, move here in this place. Just you moving. In Jesus' name, amen. Just the Holy Spirit moving now, amen? Then you take your seat. Don't walk. In order for you not to get distracted. And also, you, in order for you to not distract. Don't talk right now, please. Yes. Don't talk to anyone. Put your heart in God's presence. Because we are, we are starting now this week, our third and last week of our 2020 fasting. Amen? Hallelujah. How is going your fasting? How is going your fasting? Yeah. I know. It's not easy to fast. <laughs> It's not fun to fast, but I can guarantee you it's powerful. <laughs> At the end of this 21 day, you are going to see miracles and the power of God working in your life and in your family. Amen? Hallelujah. And this is, this is a series of messages about fasting. And today is the last message of this series. Series. Uh, do you remember what I preached two weeks ago here? Do you remember? Uh, is there. He already put. <laughs> okay. The first message I preached was hunger for God. <laughs> fasting is hungering for God. Man, you are going to fast if you, are hunger, if, if you have hunger for God. If you are not hungry for God, you are not going to fast. If you are not hungry for God, you are not taking it seriously. Maybe we are going to fast some 
uh, just hot pepper and, uh, and nothing more. But if you take it seriously, man, it's because you, you have hunger for God. Amen? The second message I gave here on the 9th of February was desired by God. And I told you that Daniel, he fasted for 21 days. And Daniel didn't eat desirable food. <laughs> but at the end of his fasting, he became desirable by God. Hallelujah. I know it's not easy to fast. But at the end of your fast, you are going to be desirable by God. Amen. And, and this... Uh, these 21 days of fasting, if you, are, if you are here for the first time, just for you to understand, maybe you are here for the first, second, or third time, you don't know why we are fasting. But we are fasting because it's a Bible commandment, fasting. You are going to see in the Bible, all the prophets, they fasted. We are going to see Elijah fasted for 40 days. You are going to see that uh, Daniel fasted for 21 days. You are going to see Elijah fasted for 40 days. You are going to see all the Old Testament, the prophet calling the people for fasting. Esther fasted three days. And also, you are going to see our master, Jesus Christ, fasted for 40 days. You are going to see all the, all the apostles fasted for three days, four days. And you are going to see that in the Bible, every believer that was hunger for God, they fasted. And the challenge, this is not obligation, okay? This is not obligation. <laughs> it's just for those who are hunger for God. And the challenge is in these 21 days, you give up some meals in the weekdays, okay? In the weekdays, you give up some meals. Wake up, don't have breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You can choose. Don't eat. Drink just water. And, and, in the, and also in these 21 days, instead, you are going to eat vegetables, fruit, and water. This is the challenge. Okay? This is what I am doing. Fasting some days of the week. No, don't eat anything. And just when I'm going to eat, I'm eating just fruit, vegetables, and drink water. This is the challenge. Okay? For every one of us. And remember one thing. Jesus said, when you fast, your father that sees what's done in secret, he will reward you. The Bible says, your father sees what you do in secret. Don't shout to anyone you are fasting. But your father that sees what you are doing in secret. Don't fast for your pastor, okay? You don't need to fast for me. Because your father, he is looking at you and he sees what you are doing. If you are taking it seriously or not. And the Bible says he is going to reward you. Look to the person next to you and say, take it seriously. Because God is going to reward you. Amen. He's going to reward you. Hallelujah. 
today's message is what happens when we fast. Ask to the person next to you, do you know what happens when you fast? What happens when we fast? My brothers, this preaching is not so popular in this culture of entertainment and gratification and pleasure. This is not so popular today. And also, words like fasting and sacrifice have been lost in the body of Christ. These words, fasting and sacrifice <laughs> in the body of Christ has been lost its, its meaning. Because today in the church, the people, there is no prayer meetings. The people don't pray and the people don't fast anymore. But if you read this book from cover to cover, you are going to see that we are called for fasting. Periods of fasting. And, and if you read this Bible... You are going to see that every people in the Bible, they fasted. And fasting was a spiritual discipline. It was a spiritual discipline practiced by Jesus, by his disciples and his followers. As I told you, it's not easy to fast. It's not fun to fast. But it's powerful. Yeah? It's not easy, my brother. Sometimes you are so weak. Sometimes you are feeling, oh, I think I need some carbohydrates in my body. I need some meat. <laughs> you, you feel. But it's not fun. It's not easy to fast. But it is powerful. Look to the person next to you and say, it is powerful. Keep fasting. <laughs> Yeah, this is why I'm preaching to you, to encourage you to keep fasting. Maybe, psh, look at me, maybe you didn't fast, or maybe you didn't take it seriously. But please, this week, take it very seriously. Amen? Do your best, and you are going to see God's moving in your, in your family, in your, in your spiritual life. And my brothers, I learned this principle. This principle of fasting. Because it's a Bible pr principle. 30 years ago, I born again 35 years ago in Brazil. And I learned and I started practicing fasting. And and my spiritual life was transformed. Before I started fast, I start fasting. I, I need to confess to you. I was afraid to pray for possessed, possessed people. Like people who, who had demons in their lives. I was afraid. <laughs> Every time when I saw... Like in the church or everywhere, some people like uh, possess us. <gasps> that's not for me. And I said, I need to go away because that's not for me. But one day I learned this principle and I started fasting. Then I started fasting 
One meal just. Not many days. One meal. But then I started fasting two meals a day. Then I started fasting one day, 24 hours. Then I started increasing. I started fasting two days. Then I started fasting three, four, five days, one week. Drinking just water, no food, just water. Sometimes God called me to fast 10 days. Just drink oil. I, I keep and doing two weeks, 14 days, 21 days, and, and, and also 40 days. And God called me. And, and what happened? Like something very special started. My eyes started opening to the spiritual things. Please, don't fast because you are listening to me. Just. But God are going to call you to fast. Don't start like I want you to fast one week. No, no, no. Start fasting just one meal. If you never fast. Then... When you have faith enough, two meals. Like break, breakfast and, 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 and lunch. Okay? And what are going to happen, my brother? You are going to, your spiritual eyes are going to open. Then what happened? Then when I, when I start praying for possessed people. And, and, the, and the people were set free. And then I started praying for many people, many people. And I said, wow, it's powerful. And I want to challenge you, please, keep fasting. But my brothers, don't think if you fast one day, you are less spiritual than the one who fasts 10 days or 20 days. No. You, are, you need to do your best. And everything you do for God's glory God's, God's going to reward you. Amen? Amen? Don't feel, oh, I need to fast many days. No, 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 no. Start doing your best. And then God's going to give you all, all the power for you to do more. But take seriously. Amen? Fasting is not for the strong. Attention. Many people say, think, wow, fasting is just for strong people. It's for pastors, leaders. No, no, no. I started fasting when I wasn't a leader. I wasn't pastor. I wasn't nothing in the church. I was sit in the church like you. <laughs> and then God started moving. And go fasting is not for the strong. Fasting is for the weak. Say with me, fasting is for the weak. Yes, fasting for the weak. Fasting is for the common people, the ordinary people like you and me who are desper desperately hungering for God and desire to be used by God. Fasting for those who desire to be used by God. And I want to give you some keys and, and some understanding for you about fasting. And I want to say that. Fasting never manipulates God. Can you say that? Save me. Fasting never manipulates God. Yeah. It is important we go into a period of fasting. Knowing 
that we will never earn God's blessing, God's favor, God's miracle. You can never earn the blessing of God by work. Amen? It's not by work. What you are going to do that you are going to receive the blessing of God. No. Because it is the grace of God, the blood of Jesus, that releases all the blessings. Amen? It's the blessing of God. Fasting does not manipulate God. Fasting doesn't make God to do something that is not His will. Attention. Fasting. If you are fasting, you are not going to say, God does it for me. No, you are not going to manipulate God. Because God never going to do anything against His will. Okay? But why fasting is so powerful? Because the problem is not in God. If you are not receiving something, if something is not happening in your life, the problem is not about God, it's about you. You are the problem. Look to the person next to you and say, you are the problem, not, not God. <laughs> what fasting does? Fasting gets you ready. <laughs> fasting gets you ready for God's answer. Fasting prepares your heart to say, not my will, but your will be done. <laughs> All right, when you are fasting, the fasting starts preparing your heart, not moving God's hand. Because the problem, it's not in God. The problem, it's in you. Amen? Also, look at me. Are you with me? Are you with me? Okay. Fasting breaks you down. Fast brings you to a place in a position of obedience. Humility, brokenness before God. And makes you understand. My heavenly father has the best for me. And now I trust you. This is the point. <laughs> and also my brothers. Fasting is one invitation. Not one obligation. It's an invitation from God. <laughs> it's the same. I go to you and say, you are invited to go to a barbecue in my house. I am invited. Oh. No, no. You are invited to, for a cup of water in my house. Not barbecue now, no. <laughs> yeah, today. You are invited to my house to have a cup of water. Yeah. <laughs> This is one invitation, not one obligation. Okay? This is one invitation. Fasting is one invitation. It's something you do voluntarily. You do because you love God. Also, fasting is a choice. Fasting. Can you say that? Fasting is a, is a choice. Man, fasting is a choice. But it's also one Let's say it all together. Fasting is a choice. But also an obedience. <laughs> it's a choice. You can choose. Or if you want, don't want, okay. But it's also an obedience. Because God said, 
that we are going to fast. And I'm going to show to you that. Then when we started fasting, you, are going to, you, you go to God and say, God, I am breaking my routine. I don't have to do it, but I choose to do. <laughs> God, I don't have to fast. I can eat as much as I can, but I decide to do. And this is one act of obedience. Amen? I want to read a verse in the Bible to show you how powerful is fasting. Mark 9, from 25 to 29. Mark 9, from 25 to 29. Says, 25, When Jesus saw the multitude came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. 26. After crying out and convulsing him greatly, it came it came out of him. And the boy become like one dead. So much that most of them said, he is dead. But no. 27. But Jesus took him by the hand, raising him up. And he arose. 28. When he had come into the house, his disciples Asked him privately and said, Why could we cast it? Why could not we cast it out? 29. Let's read out together. Let's read out together. He said to them, This kind of spirit can come out by nothing except. By prayer and fasting. Again, he said to them, This kind of spirit can come out by nothing except by prayer and fasting. My brothers, we read this story about this man that the Bible says, This father whose son has been tormented by evil spirit from childhood. And the father longed to see his son set free. He desired to see. And then the father brought his son to his disciples. And they asked the disciple, please set my son free. But the disciples could not set them free. They tried. But the boy still was possessed. Then Jesus, the man, the, the father brought the, the boy to Jesus, asked to Jesus, and Jesus set him free. Rebuked the demon, and the, the boy was totally healed. But the Bible says that later, when they were in the house, the Bible says his disciples asked him, Privately. Privately. 
Why could not we cast it out? Why? Why, Jesus? We tried, but we couldn't. And, and here, you are going to see that Jesus gave this, this key. Jesus said, this kind of spirit can come out by nothing except by prayer and fasting. My brothers, psh, here Jesus is giving you a key. And he's teaching you and me. There are some situations that you and me are going to overcome just through fasting and prayer. Okay? Many people, they are praying. They are seeking God, but they are not fasting. The disciples, they were praying. But Jesus said, there are some circumstances in our lives that you need not just only pray, but you need to fast. Look to the person next to you. And say that there are circumstances in your life that you need to fast to overcome this circumstance. Yeah? You need to fast. Jesus said, not Pastor Mars. Not Pastor Mars, okay? It's Jesus. And there are certain things that don't happen until you fast and pray. And this is who I. Everyone in this, in, the, in this church, we are inviting everyone in this church for this challenge in these 21 days of fasting and prayer. And I believe that there are some circumstances in your life that after you fast, you are going to receive breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen? And also, my brothers, here's the point. Breakthrough never happened to anyone in the Bible who did not seek them. Okay? This is a, this is a, a key point. Some people say, wow, that man received something. He received why? Because you are going to see, my brothers, some people, they did something. They didn't stay at home. Like that woman with bloody shoe. She was at home, but said, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave my house. I'm not going to be lazy. I'm going to seek the Lord. And he's, he, he left his, her house and went to, to find Jesus. You are going to see that leper man. He came to Jesus and said, Jesus, if you are willing, you can make me clean. He, he didn't stay at home. He did something. And today, the people, they are so lazy. They stay at home and say, ah, God bless me. God open the doors. No. And last week, I spoke a lot about that, this circumstance. And some people, they have faith. Some people, they have faith. But they have no physical act. This is important. Some people, they say, I have faith in God. It's not enough. It's not enough. Because you need to have some acts of obedience. This is not what Pastor Mark said. It's what Jesus told. Okay? 
When you start seeking God, you get God's attention and God's turn into your cry. <laughs> this is what happened, my brothers. When you start seeking God, and you start, because Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, you are going to seek me, and you are going to find me when? When? When you seek me with all your heart. <laughs> you are not going to find God because you are a believer. You are not going to find God because you are a believer at home. You are not going to find God just because one day you said, Jesus, he is my life. You are going to find him if you seek him with all your heart. But today the people, they are full of entertainment, but they don't spend time with God to know God. Amen, my brothers. This is the reason we are fasting. Not just food, but we are fasting internet. We are fasting Facebook. We are fasting movies and anything. Because we need to have time with God. And the people of God, the church of God, they, they have a lot of time for entertainment. But they don't spend time more with God. How are you going to know someone if you don't spend time with him or her? My brothers, I am married to my wife for 30 years. She's there in the back. And I know her very well. Why? Why I know her very well? Because I spend time with her. And I know her intimacy. Because I spend time with her. How are you going to know God? If you don't spend time. This, this is the challenge. Not just stop eating. Not just start do, uh, not eating food. But please have time with God. Amen? Stop Facebook and go to Face Bible. Because this is because of what the people say. They stay in the, the Facebook, on the WhatsApp the whole day. And I know you are not going to find God there. No. Change your attitude. Because the people say, I have faith, I have faith. But not attitude. My brothers, if, if, if you start reading this book, you are going to see every single person that got a major breakthrough in their life. They renounce something. They sacrifice their time, their life to seek God. But today, just intellects. Oh, I, I, I know God, okay. 30 years ago, I had one encounter with God. Okay, no. I had one encounter with God 35 years ago. But even today, I'm going to God's presence. I'm humbling myself. I am seeking His face. And I'm saying, I need you, Lord. I need you more than before. Amen. When you start seeking God, you get God's attention and God's turn to your cry. And in order, my brothers, in order for you to understand the power of praying and fasting, you need to read another verse, okay? Now I'm going to, to give you the link. Would you like to understand why fasting is so powerful? Would you like to, to know now? Now you're going to receive why. Fasting is so powerful. I'm going to give you now the understand. 
Let's, but you need to read another verse that's talking about the same circumstance, the possessed child in Matthew 16, ser, sorry, Ma Matthew 17, verse 16 and 17. Matthew 6, 17, verse 16 and 17 says, So, the, man, the, the father said, So, I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. 17, then Jesus answered and said, Let's read together. What Jesus said? Oh, Faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. <laughs> this is a, 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 a key also you need to understand. Why fasting is so important? Jesus said, to whom Jesus was talking? To whom? To his disciples. Okay? Jesus was talking to his disciples. Because his disciples asked him private. Why? Why could we not to, to drive out that demon? And what Jesus said? You faithless and perverse generation. You faithless and perverse generation. My brothers, in another words, Jesus, Jesus was saying to his own disciples, and this is the first reason, the first reason you could not cast out demons, you are faithless. This is the first reason, you are faithless. You have no faith, you don't believe. You are unbeliever. You are walking with me, but you are disconnected from God. Okay? Jesus said to his own disciple, you are, you are faithless. Or you have problem with your faith. You are disconnected from God. You are disconnected from the word of God. You are disconnected from my presence. You are disconnected from hungering from God. And when you are disconnected from God, my brothers, what happens? The unbelief comes. Because if you are connected, the unbelief don't come. Then the unbelief comes. Then fear comes. Anxiety. Hopelessness. That you cannot more trust in God for miracle. Because of your lack of faith. Second. First. Jesus said it was faith, faithless. And second. You are faithless and perverse generation. Wow. Can you imagine? Jesus calling his own disciples Perverse. Perverse. Is, this is just so strong, isn't it? Can you imagine? Jesus coming to you and say, Sir, Paulo, 
oh, no, I'm not going to use it. But to someone, Jesus come and say, because I don't want to point to you, you are perverse. Do you know what means? Do you know what means? Jesus pointed to his own disciples. You are faithless and perverse. Or J Jesus called his disciples perverse. And perverse, Jesus said, you are not connected to God. But you are connected to this world. And this world perverted you. This is the point. You are not connected to God, but this world perverted you. This world contaminated you with sin. Is what Jesus said to his disciples. And then, what, what is perversion? What is a perverted person? Immorality. Immorality. Pornography. Addictions. Such as smoking, drinking, gambling of any kind, spirit of gossip. Do you like to speak about your brother's life? Perverse. Spirit of gossip, greed. Do you love money? Greed. Rebellion against authorities. Some people, they are rebels. Against their own authorities. And I don't want to point the finger here. But this is what Jesus said perverse. But what Jesus did say to his disciples in Mark 9.29. I'm going to go back again to make you to understand. Okay? What Jesus said in Mark 9.29. You suffer. From perversion. Okay. You suffer from perversion. And lack of faith. But if you pray. And if you fast. You, you can overcome this circumstance. Did you get the point? Because Jesus said. You are faithless. You have no faith. You are perverse. But if you pray. And if you fast. You can overcome this circumstance. You can, you can overcome this addiction in your life, my brothers. You, Jesus said you can overcome. Not just praying. Not just having faith, staying at home. You need to do something. Amen? Why prayer and fasting works in our life? Because prayer connects you to God. Say with me, prayer, connect me to God. And fasting, disconnect me to this world. Did you get? Prayer, connect you to God. And fasting, disconnect you from your flesh, from your lust, from your sins. This is the reason you have to fast. Amen. Did you get? Because it's what we need, my brothers. I need to confess to you. I, as a pastor. I, as a preacher. Always, 
I have to go back. To fast and say, God help me. Because I am disconnecting from you. Always. I have to do that. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Always. Because you know, sometimes you start, you are very okay with God. But sometimes you start disconnecting from God. Isn't it? Yes or not? Sometimes we are totally connected. In the next week, one day Peter was saying to, to Jesus, you are the son of God. Great revelation. In another week, in another day, he was denying Jesus. And when this period of coming to my life, I started praying, repenting, fasting, disconnecting from the world, and connecting to God again. And suddenly what happened? Suddenly we are connected to God, disconnected from this world, and fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit come upon us again. <laughs> I know some people here in this church, they had some troubles in their lives. They fall. But now they are totally connected to God again. <laughs> My brothers, Luke 4 said that Jesus fasted for 40 days. He was baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, and was led by the Spirit to fast. This is important. <laughs> Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit to fast for 40 days. The Bible says, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness for 40 days of fasting. Not Satan, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Some people say, oh, God is asking me. I, I heard that for me to fast, but I think it's Satan. <laughs> I think it's Satan, it's not God. Because I can't fast. <laughs> if it was not necessary to fast, my brother, Jesus, our example and model, would not have fasted if it was not important. And also I want to show you another point. Wow, time flies. I gave you the introduction. <laughs> okay, but let's go. A little bit, just a little bit, okay? I'm finishing. <laughs> Look for, said, look, Look for, said, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to fast and, and pray, okay? And also, Luke 4 is connected to Luke 5. And also says, let's read now Luke 5, 33 and 35, to 35. Let's read. Luke, Luke 5, 33 and 35. Says, 33. They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray. So... So do the disciples of the Pharisee. But yours, the Jesus disciples, go on eating and drinking. 
My brothers, just for you to understand that what was what's going on in this circumstance. Some religious leader uh, came and said, Jesus, your disciples are not fasting. They are not fasting, they are eating and they are drinking. Okay? They are, the religious leader came and said, your disciples, they are not fasting. What Jesus answered to them, let's go 34, let's read. Jesus answered, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? <laughs> we need to have some understanding, okay, to get. Third five. But the time, let's read out together, third five, please. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days, in those days, in those days, in those days, in those days. <laughs> this is a revelation, okay? I'm going to explain to you what Jesus said. Jesus said, I am with them in a physical body. I am with my disciples in a physical body. And because I am with them, they don't need to fast. They don't need to fast. Why? Because they have everything in me. <laughs> All the disciples had everything in Jesus. But the time will come when my body will be taken away from them. Okay, then in this time, they need to start fasting. My brothers, did you get the point? Jesus here, he's implying and declaring something. That his body was going away. His body was going away. But what they would lose... With that, they could regain through fasting. Okay? They, are, they were losing Jesus' physical body. But if they fast, they would regain something very special for their lives. Or Jesus has been taken away physically. And now it's time to fast. My brothers... Jesus was taken away. Amen? And now, it's time. Do you need more revelation? Please turn on the lights on the back. It's too dark here. Please. Amen? Say to the person next to you, Jesus was taken away, my brother. You don't have him physically, but you need to fast. If you don't say, say to the person, the another person next to you, please. Uh, say, it's time to fast. <laughs> yeah, because Jesus was taken away. <laughs> Amen. And also, my brothers, 
the real, the real reason that I fast, the real reason that I fast, to be honest, it's that I feel my inability. I feel unprepared. And I feel that I lack the tools that to do what God has called me to do. I don't have all the tools. And I need God's anointing. This is the reason I'm not totally prepared. Also, I have some gifts. I have some talents. But they mean nothing. If God doesn't touch them. I know how to preach. I know the Bible. But if God doesn't anoint me. Doesn't mean nothing. My talent, my gifts is nothing. If God doesn't anoint my life. When I am fasting. I am recognizing my dependence on God. For this new year. Because I don't want to do. What God called me to do in my, with my own hands. I need God's help. Amen? This is the reason. When you are fasting. When you are fasting. Please. Next. When you are fasting, you are saying, God, I need you. God, I need you. I need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I need the anointing. When you are fasting, say, Father, I need you. I am hungry for you. I need your presence. This is what you are saying. And I want to finish now with this verse. Because in Matthew 6, my brother, we're going to read now Matthew 6, 17 and 18. But if you read the Bible, you are going to see in the Bible... Matthew 6 speaks about the three duties of every Christian. Giving, praying, and fasting. Okay? Jesus spoke about uh, giving. That Pastor Eric explained to us. Giving to offer, offerings. Giving. And also praying and fasting. And said, when you give... You are going to give in this way. When you pray, you are going to pray in this way. And Jesus said, when you fast, you are going to fast in this way. He doesn't, Jesus didn't use the word, if you pray, if you fast. Jesus said what? When. Because it's a matter of time. Because he expects you to fast. When you pray, when you give, when you fast. Amen? Let's read Matthew 16, 17 and 18. But when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, so that you do not appear to man that is where you are fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you Openly. Hallelujah. Your father. That sees what is done in. Secret. He will reward you. And why? Fasting is so powerful. In the Christian life my brothers. Because God. 
He is looking at you, and He can see what you are doing in secret. You can say to everybody that you are fasting, you are doing. The Bible says God sees what we are doing in secret. And He's going to reward us or not reward us. And also, because fasting is a way of humbling ourselves. Fasting is a way of humbling yourself. James 4.10 says, Humble yourself before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Humble yourself before the Lord. When we, when we humble ourselves, we are opening the doors that God can lift you up, my brothers. When you humble yourself, fasting, in prayer, you are... You are humbling ourselves, but link to the another verse. Jesus said, what do you see? What do you do in secret? God's going to reward you. And say, those who humble yourselves before the Lord. And this is the reason that fasting is humbling ourselves before the Lord. And the Bible says, humble yourselves before the Lord. And He will lift you up when you humble yourself you are opening the doors for Him to reward you. Amen. He, you, are, you are opening the door for you to lift you up. When God sees what is done in secret, He will reward you and He will exalt you. And also, my brothers, if you don't humble yourself, this is a big problem. Because the Bible says in the book of Proverbs that pride goes before failing. Proverbs 16, 18. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction. Be careful. Pride goes before destruction and one arrogant spirit before a fall. Be careful. Pride goes before destruction, an arrogant spirit before a fall. If you don't know, my brothers, um, the first sin, the first sin on have in heaven and in the, on earth was pride. The first sin. If you don't know, because you are going to see that Lucifer, he, he got one, he, he, he was transformed from one angel to, into one devil. You are going to see the Bible. He was one angel, but he was transformed from angel, he got into one devil. Why? Because he allowed sin. And what what was his sin? The sin that he had in his life. It was pride. Be careful with your pride and your arrogance. If you fast, you are going to have a broken heart. And God loves a broken heart. And also, you are going to see that in the Bible... The Bible says, those who humble themselves before the Lord 
God will exalt. And I want to warn you, be careful. And if you fast, you are going to have this kind of, of heart that, are, that God are going to change, transform your life. And also, my brothers, pride prevents many people to enter in the kingdom of God. And also, fasting is a way of saying, I don't want pride in my life. Fasting is a way to say, I don't want pride in my life. Let's stand up, please. Please. You need, don't move now. Because you listen a word. God spoke into your heart. And you need to give one answer to God, not to Pastor Mars. And you need to give an answer to God. This is our 21 days of fasting. And many people, they have pride in their lives. And this is so dangerous. Because one man of God called Saul, he started very well. But he destroyed his life. Because he was so proud of himself. He had pride in his life. Do you have pride in your life? I used to say, my brothers, pay attention. Pride is, is like bad breath. Pride is like bad breath. Everyone knows you have it except yourself. Pride is like... Is is like bad breath. Everyone knows that you have it, except you. Those who are near you know. Those who are near you know. And they can feel the smell of your pride the most. Those who are near you, they know how proud you are. And you need to evaluate your heart. Be careful. I am giving a word from God to you today. And the first thing in the Bible was pride. And the first thing ever in the creation was pride. That turned one angel into a devil. Please, you need to humble yourself. You need to fix the relationship, the people that you hurt. You need to go to fix. But to do that, you need to have a, a broken heart. Close your eyes. And also, fasting. Jesus said, you are perverse, you have... You, you have no faith. You have unbelief in your life. But if you fast, you are going to break this barrier. And I call you, fast more this week. Because you need to break this pride. To destroy this, this pride from your life. Standing next to me. 
What should I do? Maybe it's a time of repentance. For you to say, Father, I have pride in my life. I want to humble myself. And because I have pride in my life, I need to fast. I need to disconnect from this world and to connect to you, Father. Lord, Father, I really want you to wake, to awake something in me, in my brother's life, Father. Because we want to be changed and transformed, Father. Father, we want to be thirsty and hungry for you, Father. Just, Father, as we crave for delicious food, Father, I want to crave for this world, this word, Father. Just I crave for food. I long. I want to crave for your presence. Hallelujah. This is what we need, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we give ourselves to fast and to pray and to seek your face, Father. And to humble ourselves before you. During this whole week, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And we declare, Father, we need more of you. More of your holy presence in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. And I bless all my brothers and sisters. I declare the power of the Holy Spirit working their lives. Guiding them. And bring them to a position of humbleness. To repent from their sins. And to walk in holiness before you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I thank you. Amen and amen.